Hi, I'm Diana Filimon, and you're listening to Fund Action Talks, a podcast about sharing stories of activists around Europe. Uh, together with me today, uh, we will have also Julia as a host, a co-host for this special edition of the, of the podcast. And uh, I just want to share a few thoughts in the beginning because um, it was very nice to see how this small project of a podcast reaches through various people. I was at a conference last week, of course, virtually <laughs> at the conference in Poland with uh, newly elected people from Poland and uh, some NGO guys from there. And uh, they mentioned the podcast and they said that they are very big fans of the podcast. And I was like, wow, how did you get to hear about this? And they said that uh, they really like that it puts some human features to NGO or activists in general, because we tend to look at NGOs and what they're doing only through by reading or uh, in newsletters or in Facebook or Twitter posts. And it's nice to hear uh, what are their struggles or their fears or uh, how they're dealing in this time. So it's amazing how being honest about what you're doing uh, can get you <laughs> in these days. And uh, today we are going to, to talk uh, about a very important thing, uh, and that's uh, housing. But I'll let Julia say a few words about, uh, about today's discussion. Yeah. Okay, thank you so much, uh, Diana. So uh, today we are with uh, Susie and Anna. Um, and uh, so Susie is from Budapest and Anna from Belgrade. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. And um, they're going uh, to talk uh, with us and to discuss, present uh, about uh, two different projects, but uh, they're very much connected. One is uh, MOBA, this housing network, and um, part of the European Cooperative Society. And uh, Susie will introduce this uh, other uh, cooperative housing uh, project um, in Hungary, which is also part of this uh, bigger network. So I don't know who wanna start. Uh, thank you for being us, uh, being with us today, and uh, to uh, take this time to talk and present yourself and your amazing work. So, so ladies, please introduce yourselves and tell us a few words. <laughs> I, uh, I can maybe start and we are also going to be joined by Bea, who I think is also somewhere here uh, on Zoom. <laughs> uh, I, I have suggested to speak a little bit about MOBA because MOBA had uh, started somewhere also at the around the time that Fund Action started and it also had the support at two points uh, from uh, Fund Action. So I thought that it is interesting to share this experience. And another uh, interesting thing, I have just been in the systemic change discussion group and I found uh, that a lot of issues that uh, Fund Action is also going through, the mobile itself is going through. So in, in that, from that perspective, I think is, is also interesting. 
So maybe just to say a few words. Uh, okay, first maybe to introduce myself. I'm Anna. I'm uh, based in Belgrade in Serbia, and I'm uh, part of uh, an initiative to reinvent, let's say, from the bottom up, uh, new sort of housing cooperatives in Serbia. And we have started uh, a long time ago, seven, eight years ago, but maybe in the last three or four years, uh, really hard working to make uh, this uh, housing alternative uh, uh, reality in Serbia. And um, we will come maybe when talking about MOBA, uh, why this is important, but uh, just to say how did MOBA come about, uh, uh, how did we connect? So this is uh, a number of uh, groups with a, very similar to the one that I'm part of in Belgrade. We are all pioneering uh, housing initiatives in our own context. We are from Central and Southeast Europe, and uh, so far MOBA has uh, five uh, countries involved uh, except Serbia. There are also groups from uh, Czech Republic, uh, Hungary, uh, Slovenia and Croatia. And uh, we have uh, come together because we uh, come across very similar obstacles in creating housing alternatives. And uh, there was an initial meeting which we had in 2017. It was in Berlin on, uh, on experiment days, which is uh, community-led housing uh, ground for meeting various community-led housing initiatives across Europe. And uh, what was very interesting, and Bea was one of the organizers of this event, that, uh, that groups that came from our region were really pioneering something that maybe in the Western uh, in, uh, part of Europe uh, exists for a, for a much longer time and northern part of Europe ex exists for a much longer time and in our part is really at the very start. And uh, of course another like a common uh, background is that these are all, all former socialist countries um, with a very similar, uh, historically speaking, very similar background in a sense that uh, also in the last 30 years, we basically have no access to housing other than market. And for instance, in Serbia, we have 98% is uh, private ownership uh, uh, on housing, uh, while we in Serbia, I think, have the least uh, social housing and maybe very similar, like in Romania, for instance, like only about 1% social housing. So this is the context in which we operate. And this is the context in which we want to bring something else. So to, to diversify uh, housing and uh, also very important to make it from bottom up so that these are not like a provision of housing does not come from uh, private developers, uh, big companies, uh, but that there are also that there is another way, which is more like based on the idea of commons, collective ownership, non-speculation. So this is something that all of our groups have been working individually on in our own context. And then that meeting in Berlin in 2017 was an, uh, was a, an opportunity where we actually could connect and we connected super quick. Uh, one of the major uh, uh, things that we, and obstacles that we came across was the finance for, for the projects, like uh, the projects that we started. And uh, that 
we came across uh, obstacles even if approaching commercial banks that they would not know the concept of housing cooperatives, that they would not trust this concept, that they would not understand the idea of common ownership, uh, and that uh, we would have to build up something, something uh, which would help us locally, but also build an international network uh, that could attract other groups and that we could support each other in peer peer support each other in developing locally but also making something more than local uh, thing and that's how MOBA came about and uh, very quickly in the very beginning uh, in uh, I think it was the first round of rethink uh, uh, grants uh, we applied as a, as a collective uh, and we got a grant of 5,000 euro, and which helped us greatly actually to, to travel between our countries to have the first round of meetings and set our priorities, uh, start to know each other much better. And as a result of this process, we came to a conclusion that we would actually like to set up uh, our common institution. And that is, that is the point at which we decided to shift uh, MOBA from, from a loose network of groups into something which would be an entity uh, and uh, that was the point when we applied also for uh, to rethink grant and we got a rethink grant and with that grant we uh, then established something which is now called MOBA housing uh, European cooperative society Mo MOBA as uh, MOBA is European cooperative society and uh, maybe I just now pass word to Bea <laughs> Yeah, with, I would uh, like to ask also Bea to, uh, to say how this period of the pandemic has affected you, your, your idea, your group, and how much has this uh, problem, how was it affected in general, because various uh, social or civic problems were uh, moved aside or pushed forward because of the pandemic. So how, was the, how, how is the housing uh, subject? now is it uh, more important people start to realize about the importance of this or is it pushed aside by the bigger health problem so bea could you also put your thoughts after saying a few words about yourself yes thanks for for inviting us so my name is bea i work for an organization called urban that supports community-led housing um, well, across Europe, but also, um, let's say, worldwide, Vidae is with different grassroots organizations that work on housing. Um, so, yeah, concerning, I mean, concerning MOBA and <laughs> COVID, I don't think there's that many impacts if you look at these, uh, this level of, like, an umbrella organization, because we've also learned um, to work together without seeing each other for a long time, because sometimes it's difficult to, to actually get together. Um, so I would rather pass the question on maybe to Juji, who could, um, yeah, feedback a bit on how it's affected actually like local housing movements or also Anna could um, talk about that. And I think they would be more relevant to that question specifically. So please go ahead. Fundection is a participatory grant-making fund for social transformation organized within a community of over 250 activists based in Europe. We act together in a democratic and participatory way to support our social movements and initiatives working towards a just and equitable world. Through this series of podcasts, we will engage with our members and grantees about their experiences and practices towards systemic change. Enjoy their insights and be inspired.
think she's. Yeah, she, she's still with us, but unfortunately, we cannot hear her anymore. Uh, Anna, can could you fill her fill her shoes <laughs> instead instead of Georgie, please? Can you tell us about the impact which it had? Uh, well, COVID had the impact on MOBA uh, in that way that we could not meet in person. We uh, So we established the European Cooperative Society in uh, March. Actually, the end, the last day of February, 29th of February, we had a meeting in uh, Zagreb in Croatia, our uh, founding assembly. And that was literally the last moment where you could meet in person. Uh, our uh, first, uh, first then, uh, like... Uh, Regular assembly was supposed to take place in May, in the end of May, it didn't happen. Uh, we took it instead of online and uh, it was very similar, let's say, format like, like the one here um, that we had Saturday and Sunday, like uh, uh, working sessions. And then uh, the next one was supposed to take place in Prague in the, in the beginning of October. And again, of course, it took place online. Uh, but maybe what I can say about another, let's say, organization that I'm part of, uh, which is called the, the Roof Above One's Head, which is based in Belgrade, Serbia. This is an organization which is not related to cooperative housing, but is more like a housing justice and uh, basically helping people against evictions, if maybe to cut it in the most narrow part of its activity. Uh, how it influenced influenced this organization uh, is that it turned uh, in the most harsh COVID period, and who knows, maybe that will come again uh, now, into an organization that was helping really people on the ground and collecting also funds to support people who could not uh, get to food and basic resources and was uh, distributing this, uh, let's say, to the most vulnerable groups. Um, a lot of also work with homeless people. This is something that this organization was not dealing with uh, before, but it, that attracted a whole complete new, uh, let's say, group of activists that uh, joined it from this perspective. So it transformed the organization itself, uh, let's say. So this is really a situation on the ground here, specifically in Belgrade. So what? Uh, where do you see, let's say, I know it's hard to predict because <laughs> we don't know what we're going to do in two months, but ideally speaking, where, where would you see uh, mobile and the, the project in like two years, let's say? Ideally speaking, ideally without speaking. another disaster upon us. <laughs> well, uh, we have set up MOBA uh, with uh, two, let's say, main intents. One is to create alternative fund uh, source for, uh, for these uh, housing initiatives. Uh, and now we speak about fund source, uh, we speak about two. One is that we uh, want to act some, to be actually something similar to fund action, that is to fundraise for its members or for funds that are non-returnable uh, to develop organizations themselves and to work together and to do like peer exchange, peer development. And another one, which is very important for uh, such a house, these housing initiatives, uh, are funds which are more like uh, funds which have to be returned, re returned. So sort of alternative bank uh, for these kind of organizations. And we are currently developing both of these things. We are experimenting, let's say, with both of them. 
And in two years, I hope that this would be really functional and that we would be able to receive more members and actually help more projects to set the ground. So this, um, I don't know, maybe Bea can out explain a little bit about that. Yeah, I mean, I think our general vision or idea uh, would be to, to really set up MOBA as a financial facility for these emerging housing co-ops in, in several countries in East and Southeastern Europe. Um, and to attract, um, well, financial means or financing into that fund um, that would um, then also work at the, let's say, at the self-managed basis so that actually the members of MOBA would decide upon how the funds would be allocated, how loans are allocated, and also the terms of the loans and, well, anything that um, that relates to, to the financial questions. And... Um, some we have a small pilot on this running now or that we're designing now and we managed to attract some initial funds from a big housing cooperative based in zurich which is called abz who has a solidarity fund themselves and they decided to invest it as a startup capital into the mobile housing fund so we would really like to see these kind of collaborations grow but also build out collaborations with um, European institutions or, you know, any other um, actor that could that would actually um, put capital into this fund to scale so, it up. So, so Bea, if I am, a, ideally speaking, if I am a, a young person who just graduated from university and I don't have any possibilities to, to, fund, to have funds for a house, how would you uh, be able to ideally uh, help me? What was so, the yeah, maybe to to clarify. So the idea of mobile is not that there it's not a housing facility for individuals or individual households, but mobile is um, integrated by housing organizations, cooperatives that work in those different countries, and most of them have a long history. And you know, if you ask Anna about what they've done, she will talk about twenty years, I guess, of you know what they've been working on locally. But at some point, these organizations came together, as Anna said, and, and joined forces through um, MOBA. So basically, MOBA as, a, as an umbrella organization wouldn't have direct contact with you as a student or you as Diana looking for housing. But Diana would be looking for that local housing organization, um, integrate the cooperative, and then get access through the cooperative to the services that MOBA will provide. Sounds great. <laughs> I think the uh, is back. <laughs> let, uh, yes, well, well, I keep being kicked out, and then I'm going to try to join by phone. Maybe. I have a question uh, regarding um, this. Like, how do you imagine to, uh, or better, do you imagine to keep like a collaboration with this? Uh, unexpected intersectional uh, actors in other fields of uh, um, activists that you met during like in time of pandemic. Like, do you see um, yourself uh, collaborate, keep collab the collaboration with them, or? Well, I'm part of that group, so <laughs> it's. Uh, uh, I was not involved so much in the in the, the direct group which uh, supported the uh, under pandemics, but I'm a part of the organization itself. Um, 
but if you speak about the connection of the cooperative housing and uh, this other approach, um, I have to say that the cooperative housing at the moment, what we can reach in our own context is not the most vulnerable groups. And we still think that the social housing is and public provided housing is what is needed uh, as another, uh, let's say, a branch of solution for the housing needs uh, in our context. And I think I, I speak now, I think, for all of our countries. So we live in the circumstances in which, for instance, in Serbia, 70% of people would be eligible according to criteria which the state itself made to social housing. But as I said, there is 1%. So there is a huge need for diversifications of options for various, various groups. And this is one, let's say, segment of people which cooperative community-led housing can cover of these 70%. Maybe just to react or to complement that, I think what is also interesting is how community-led housing approaches, be it cooperatives or other kind of bottom-up and self-managed approaches can inspire also other kinds of, um, you know, housing solutions in the housing sector more generally. So like even, you know, if you're talking about social housing, let's say in France, where I am based, um, there is a real need to integrate the residents from the beginning into designing their housing solutions. And um, I'm not even speaking about the huge need of, you know, countering speculation and the real estate market and all of those things that are also embraced by the community that housing movement. So I guess part of our work is also to, to inspire um, cross-pollinate kind of um, these ideas and um, yeah also introduce them into other uh, into the housing sector more generally and on the other hand also finding ways of opening up basically community at housing to those more vulnerable populations as Anna said that are not necessarily um, easily included now because you just need um, yeah there's there's several barriers sometimes it's even just knowing that they exist even in countries where you know, they're quite um, established, such as Switzerland or, or the UK, I guess, or Germany, you know, you already have to know about it and get the knowledge. So a lot of it is also about voicing and talking about it and, you know, putting it out there that there's other solutions. On, on this line of the project, where do we find anywhere authorities? Are they, do you, did you manage to reach them? Are they interested? Are you thinking about doing advocacy for, uh, uh, with them to push this idea of social housing? Where are they? Are they anywhere? <laughs> Depends from context to context. Out of five MOBA countries, uh, maybe Slovenia is the most, uh, let's say, Slovenian authorities are the most open. Uh, but it also changed with the new government. So now it's less. there are less possibilities than there were a few months ago. Uh, I would say that in Serbia there is uh, there is uh, there is, for instance, uh, under construction housing strategy national and for the city of Belgrade, in which there is some attempt to uh, bring in cooperative housing. Social housing is already part of it, but nothing is done. So there are, let's say, there are in, uh, there are in the official documents there are some kind of intense budgets and no uh, decision lines related to it. So uh, we operate in a context in which there is not much connection with authorities. But maybe Zhuzhi, if she's there, she can jump in. They just had they they have a collaboration now with the new Budapest government, which might be interesting to say something about. 
Yes, hello. So now I'm uh, I'm here through phone. Sorry about that. Um, so yes, actually, in terms of uh, collaboration with uh, with any kind of local or national government, we we had this very hopeless situation. But uh, but we had the elections last year, and now the situation has changed. And um, so now we are also somehow involved in um, in the new housing policy, and and so hopefully. We can manage to have housing cooperatives at least um, uh, formalized as an option for for providing more affordable housing in the city. So we'll we'll see how that develops. But then, of course, there's also always this uh, difficulty of of building a new institution that uh, well, uh, Bea and Anna were talking about different aspects of this. But so since it's a, something that um, is really so new. Also, a local government has to be a bit, um, a bit more innovative to to incorporate or to support this kind of thing. But yeah, there might be some promising steps. <laughs> we'll see. Thank you. And uh, I think Carmen had a question. If you want to address it directly. Fundaction is a participatory grant-making fund for social transformation organized within a community of over 250 activists based in Europe. We act together in a democratic and participatory way to support our social movements and initiatives working towards a just and equitable world. Through this series of podcasts, we will engage with our members and grantees about their experiences and practices towards systemic change. Enjoy their insights and be inspired. I wanted to to ask and to yeah have this this doubt or this uh, concern. Uh, is there any possibility to engage with MOBA from other parts of Europe, or do you have any collaborations with other parts of Europe? For example, I'm thinking on like West Southern Europe. I am based in in Spain, so I would be it would be ideal to know how have you thought about this. Thank you. There are two kinds of membership in MOBA. Uh, there, there are uh, full membership and associate membership. Full membership are uh, the initiatives which are developing projects, uh, either a construction or a new construction of a cooperative housing. Uh, so this is really like, yeah, making, making a, a building in which group of people is going to live. Uh, there are no yet uh, national organizations that are existing in our countries related to this, but we would like them also to be on a longer term members of the of MOBA. And then there are associate members, and associate members are of various kinds. Uh, Bea comes from associate member organization, which is Urbamont, which is based in France and in Switzerland. So they are not from uh, the, from our region. Uh, but they are a long-term supporters since the very beginning of, of, the, of this whole idea. Uh, there is also World Habitat, which is based in UK, and there is uh, ZEP, which is Cooperative for Ethical Finance from Croatia. And uh, their role in this whole thing is to, uh, is to help, to support uh, the, the whole development. Some of these organizations also to finance, uh, and there will be other members which will be financing members uh, who will also be part of MOBA. And um, we have so far decided 
that the foods are only going to come from Central and Southeastern Europe because of the simple reason that there is a very, very similar uh, circumstances, uh, but also there are no alternative forms of finance. So we, in none of our countries, there is ethical bank or alternative bank uh, that would support this. So basically in other countries, we realize there are other possibilities and in our not, and therefore uh, this is, let's say for now, the limit uh, of the geographic scope. And just to add to that, then of course, there's also other spaces where mobile would lies with other community-led housing actors or, um, you know, ethical finance actors. So um, concretely, we also have a sort of peer exchange or collaboration ongoing with the emerging community land trust sector, but also at different occasions, mobile would participate in, you know, conferences or seminars or all of these things that happened before last year or this year, you know, um, um, that are organized at the European level, which are also opportunities to to share experiences with other, um, you know, contexts. And I think particularly we have um, quite some interaction also with Southern Europe. Um, and I'm also thinking about the, um, the group from Greece. So there's always like, um, learning from each other and the exchanges that we have or conversations that we have on certain topics because um yeah they can be useful at both sides so definitely mobile is open to that so um i just saw your uh, website before we entered and it's uh, really really pretty so congrats for that <laughs> it's very yeah. nice uh, i want to ask a, a question which i think it's important for every activist or every person involved in community to answer what why why do you do this what what drove you here why do you end up doing this what what's your personal reason or motivations behind Ruzi, do you want to say something? Yeah, I can. <laughs> it's um, well, I think there's this broader motivation of um, that in our countries we, well, many of us come from other housing activist groups, um, and uh, and I think there's this kind of um, frustration that uh, in, in our countries we can't really wait for the state to to do, really intervene meaningfully in the field of affordable housing. Or, or it seems like this, uh, or at least to me, I know that it, it started to feel like a waste of energy in some way to keep doing this kind of, of uh, demanding and uh, litigation uh, type of work. And uh, and so you just start thinking about how to build alternatives or how to how to start creating um, an institution that that can fulfill these roles at least to a certain point, because of course we don't have the illusion that the cooperative sector could come to substitute uh, a state financed affordable housing sector, but still uh, to, to, to start building something that can start to provide the response at least to certain groups of people. Um, and then there's also the kind of uh, personal motivation that housing has become, of course, across Europe, increasingly unaffordable. Um, for for various uh, social groups and uh, so many many people in our group uh, here in Budapest for example they wouldn't uh, be able to afford you know to buy a flat on their own or to or even like market rental prices are are uh, increasingly unaffordable 
So it's also a, a housing solution um, for ourselves, actually. Bea and Dana. Yes. So, well, maybe for me, um, particularly concerning my involvement with MOBA is, um, well, I guess motivated by the fact that through my work, I've seen the potential of like, um, you know, bringing people together or bringing groups of people together and organizations together, federating them um, for a common, you know, a common sense or a common um, objective. And also the force of basically finance that finance can have in terms of enabling these kind of community processes. So I really believe that there is a huge room for innovation there and that we really should embrace, you know, financial means as, as ways of, I mean, fund action is also about it. So it's actually, it's quite similar in a sense um, of like, you know, developing community driven solutions to the, the problems that we face and the social inequalities that we face. Um, and there's also personal motivation, which is that I'm I'm originally from Hungary, so of course it's also a nice way of, you know, linking back to where I was born, where my family is, and to that context, and to also, you know, facilitate that exchange across Europe, just because I'm in a good position, basically, to do that. So yeah, these are my motivations. I can say a bit about my motivations in MOBA. Uh, I mean, I, I think that Ruzi pictures very well the, the reasons for local uh, involvement, but for MOBA, I think that it is really empowerment of, of uh, groups of people, uh, initiatives that actually before we, we met, I think that we could hardly imagine uh, that we would be doing what we are doing now. Uh, it expanded really our first, uh, first our uh, daring, <laughs> I would say, to step in a certain direction. It has been also very helpful that we have on board a person who is preparing an ethical bank, uh, ethical bank in making, because that made us uh, uh, imagine much more than what we could uh, when we started. Really, the idea of forming an, an institution of our own, I mean, we will see how it will go, but so far it goes quite well. Uh, it was very empowering, I think, for all of us. And uh, now we dare to imagine much more this systemic change and much more, I mean, much deeper actually change than, than I think we were able to do when we were uh, just the local groups. Sounds, sounds great how you're describing the empowerment and I think that's the, that's the basic idea like when you when you find each other and build communities be it in the same country or in another it's a very powerful thing and I love the fact that uh, Bea was saying that she feels the need of giving back to the community and I think uh, where she came comes from and I think that's it's very uh, I don't know often met uh, thing to to just start thinking about giving back to the places you're attached to emotionally more than before. Julia, do you have any thoughts? <laughs> or Zuzi, please. Um, yeah, I, I, I wanted to just uh, chip in a little bit because we don't have so much time. And I, there was this one thing I wanted to mention a little bit that we also got a, a fund action grant here, well, locally here in Hungary. And I was just thinking of, <laughs> of linking this to the MOBA issue a little bit. Um, because I think the whole MOBA idea is about, uh, you know, building our own institution and, and as Anna said, building it on a bigger scale than what we could um, imagine earlier. 
and uh, and that I think, or at least in our thinking, it's also um, important to to link these kind of initiatives to to other um, I don't know existing social organizations. And and so one of our experiments with this recently here in Hungary was about. Uh, was kind of building a cooperation with the trade unions in the field of housing. And this is something that has been experimented a bit in other places as well. And and Abby said um, that Bell mentioned as uh, the big um, Swiss housing cooperative that is also supporting MOBA. Um, they also have this important history of, of uh, linking trade unions and housing cooperatives. And, um, and so I think we, we just had this, this experiment now these past months or half year about uh, or this first first uh, endeavor of, of trying to do that and I just just wanted to say that I think one of the the big um, experiences or, or I know learnings from this process is that uh, um, actually it's um, it, like you can't uh, skip the step of building up your own uh, stronger institution or your own like organization that is uh, specifically focusing on housing and that can then step into partnership with other kinds of, of entities such as trade unions or municipalities or or any kind of actor that you that you want uh, I don't know to rely on in terms of financial resources or networks or a, a broader uh, base of people that can be included because because it just uh, well at least now for now it seems that it's um it's just this very very uh complicated issue for for an entity that is not specialized on housing to start integrating this even if they are interested in it and uh and so it kind of just gave me this push to 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 again like or well I got to the result that you cannot really expect these outside uh, actors uh, to to build up this kind of housing uh, capacities, and you kind of have to have to do that. And uh, but afterwards, it's very much possible to build meaningful partnerships. So just yeah, in a small nutshell, I, I just wanted to add that thought. And um, and this is something that well, we we also just talked to some fund action members in the course of this project, which was which was very useful and interesting and. We will also write a summary in English that we will share, but um, I just wanted to add that in here a bit. Thank you so much for adding this. Yeah, Julia. actually, uh, besides my interest in the ethical financing and banking, which I don't know, maybe in another moment I will ask uh, more about, uh, my question was, uh, specifically about which tools or support fund action has given or could provide to you uh, beyond the funding, let's say. Uh, how do you see the members uh, of this community could help support uh, your, your project development? Um, maybe I'll just start. Um, I guess on, in different fields, it could be relevant to connect more to fund action members. Um, I'm thinking on the one hand on, you know, just like networking and kind of being able to know whom to address for certain things. I'm specifically thinking of, you know, when we started engaging also with EU institutions or bigger like 
housing um, organizations across Europe, it's very important to have like kind of the background knowledge of what kind of issues can you bring to what kind of actor. Um, and also specifically for like maybe advocacy at that more, um, you know, European level, because all the member organizations of MOBA are doing it in their own way locally. And I guess that's also important and to potentially liaise with other foundation members, it could be interesting, but also at this European level, I think. Um, so at networking contacts um, and advocacy experiences, I think are, would be interesting. And then also definitely on the financial aspects, because we're always looking out for, you know, kind of capitalizing on an understanding other experiences of this kind, even if they are not at all in the housing sector, but just like how, you know, financial tools can help um, develop community projects and how do they actually work like in detail, you know, in the very, very small detail. That's the kind of information that we need. Um, and it's always difficult to kind of even, you know, have knowledge about what could be interesting for us, um, especially if it's in a sector that's not related at all to housing or things that we're quite connected with. So that would be interesting for us, I guess. I think that uh, what could be interesting, I mean, I was just in this uh, discussion on systemic change and we were discussing also uh, uh, ways of funding which are not connected to capitalist economy, if those kind could exist. <laughs> um, so I think that this way of thinking could be very interesting for MOBA as well. Um, Bea was mentioning uh, European, uh, European institutions and things like this, but I think that it is very important for MOBA to build other source of fund, sources of funding. And uh, I think, I mean, we had in early stages also uh, support of, of or connections with FairCoop. Uh, and I think that the Bank of Commons would be very relevant for uh, MOBA. Um, so I would like really to explore the members of, of fund action. And I know there are a couple of people that are dealing with alternative finance. What are the possibilities uh, to finance uh, and finance mobile projects? So really hardcore projects of construction and building, could that be not some kind of ephemeral economies, but really like these are projects which are worth sometimes millions of euros. Could that be financed in a different way? And I know, for instance, that in Spain, there are examples of Laborda, which has been uh, built a housing cooperative in Barcelona and, and know that they didn't work with uh, regular banks. Uh, as we don't have uh, different kinds of banks or let's say other than commercial banks in our region, I think it would be very relevant to learn how we could uh, in alternative way finance these projects in our region. So any uh, support or uh, advice on this or tips uh, would be very welcome and uh, yeah. Yeah, and well, apart from, um, I think this is, would be a very big learning aspect that uh, maybe others are interested in too. And that just generally, I think that Fund Action is a very valuable network for sharing all kinds of knowledge and experience and, now, for instance, in this uh, in this um, small project about uh, about trade union, union linkages, I, I reached out to several members, and and they were all very responsive, and uh, and that uh, well, that just helps that it's easier to to reach out to people through this platform. 
Thank you so much. It's uh, it's uh, your last uh, thoughts, Juji, are connected perfectly with uh, what we are trying to do in the community building groups. <laughs> it's uh, it's a it's ma- it's a match. Uh, we have to uh, we have to think about how we can use our resources and skills more. And this is, I think, the target for next year. Thank you, ladies, so so much for taking your time to talk to us, and it's been a pleasure, as always, to hear more good stories from the ground of people from Fund Action. Thank you, ladies, once again, and Julia is Thank you. <laughs>